how you know what day it is? Friday. First Friday of the day. <laughs> oh, I'm done. No. I can't say it anymore. Today we're talking about flying high, falling short. CES, VinFast, four more dealerships, and a cyber flop. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it done today. Couldn't do it. You had two days running. Uh, you were ready to go. I almost and botched the intro on the first Friday of the new first year. First Friday of the new year. You had to do that to yourself. Dude, I didn't even realize it was Friday when I was driving to work. <laughs> Trying to well, it feels like you, Thursday. You texted you know. me and you're like, hey, where are you at? I'm like, oh, I'm in the car. He's like, you know. We, I was like, do we have a meeting? I was like, oh, it's Friday. Doesn't feel like Friday. It's the week and the, the days and the, the new yeah. year and the holiday. But it'll be nice next year to be a uh, next week to be back to a regular week. I feel like next week is the, you know, it's like uh, this week just kind of still doesn't exist. It's like everyone's kind of wake. It's the yeah. big yawn. You know, it's like the oh, big yawn. It know. does kind of it's feel a big like yawn. That. Next very, week is like hit the ground running. Very, very much. Good morning, everybody. Uh, across the platforms, Instagram, the new platform we're on. We're excited to be there. I mean, we've been on Instagram, but the show hasn't been on Instagram. Right. Uh, and that's just because Instagram wasn't playing nice with others. They opened their API, and now we can oh, broadcast oh, oh. from StreamYard. And here we go. Life is getting good. Um, Hey, in just a week from now, we're going to be in Washington, D.C. at the uh, Public Policy Auto Show put on by the Washington Area Auto Dealer Association at the beginning of their big car show. Uh, so we're going to be on site uh, talking to probably some policymakers, legislators, OEMs, um, you know, industry experts, and lots of dealers. A lot of dealers are going to be at this thing. Uh, we've never been to this event. Uh, I don't think we've ever been like boots on ground as a soda in D.C. before. Not, so, not in this way. Definitely, De not. definitely not in this way. <laughs> so, so it'll be a little bit new for us, but we're excited. I mean, a lot of familiar faces. Um, and also, you, we all know, big show, NADA, 27 days from now, we will be rocking and rolling full production crew. If you've ever seen the More Than Cars show and you really like the way it was shot, we're going to have our full team from Nashville in to be producing the show, producing content at uh, a lot of our industry partner friends all over. Um, and so if you are an industry partner and you want some coverage at your booth, some podcast content, uh, some video content, we have the best crew in automotive who help us shoot easily. Moodle Cars and makes you know produces our events. We're all going to be there trying to bring some of that magic to your booth and to your people so that this industry can find out who's a good fit for one another, right? That's what it's about. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's really hard to say this product is better than this product in this industry because no two dealerships are the same. They're not the same. They operate differently. They have different needs, different clients, different locales. And yeah, so that's sure. that's the benefit of just understanding what the landscape is and how it mixes with the rest of your tech stack even, yeah. right? Because your tech stack may be different and you may need to plug things in a different way. So uh, all super valuable. And it's just information that we want to provide to make sure that connections and conversations happen quicker. Oh, something about that. Connections, conversations. And if you're super early bird, a SodaCon tickets in May are actually live now. You can hit that up. A SodaCon.com. Yeah. And we're going to be announcing speakers and things like that. It's going to be Maryland, May 14 through 17. We're going to have a lot of fun. But let's talk about about some news today because it's friday and we have things to do yeah you have speaking about conferences whoa segue time speaking of conferences paul sighs and lowers his shoulders in his head a little oh. bit because we really want to go to ces one we year do. and now when we see like our friends like steve greenfield and jeremy's going to be out like when we see some of the crew Speaking at CES, we get super jealous. But CES Consumer Electronics Show 2024 is gearing up to start next week in Las Vegas. But this year, there's a reduced field of major automakers. It's been a big play for automakers in the last several years, but not this year. However, Hyundai's air mobility division called Supernal 
and Honda as well are trying to steal the show with their latest innovations. Um, Hyundai is going to be revealing its eVTOL, so electric vertical takeoff and landing concept, when yep. the show opens, as well as its plans for like a progressive airport type thing that is going to shuttle people at some point, not this year, from the Las Vegas Convention Center to and from the airport, which is going to be super cool. Oh, so dope. I mean, that's an attention getter. And to think that like the automotive industry and auto dealers are now a part of the aviation industry because of this combination of companies is pretty exciting. Honda um, is planning to launch uh, a new global electric EV series uh, highlighting its new EV technologies. Uh, they also are going to unveil 30 new EVs, including battery and fuel cell models by the year. Oh, we can play the. Oh, we're still oh, playing. I don't even. Yeah. I don't even know where the button is anymore. Uh, In the year 2030. Yes, by the year 2030, Honda's going to release 30 new EVs. So we'll see how that actually pans out. We'll but, see how that plays but out. But they're Who also knows? going, yeah, it's more like a dreamy state. That's why that soundtrack is dreamy because <laughs> it doesn't really exist. Um, right. And and so, yes. but they're also going to reveal the latest concept update of their collaborative uh, collaboration with Sony called Afila. Um, and so that was exciting last year. I think it'll be exciting this year. Gary uh, Shapiro, CEO of Consumer uh, Technology Association said the elephant in the room. Here it is. Give is that the big three will not be exhibiting on the floor, highlighting significant <laughs> absence of these major automakers? Um, you know, no driverless tech, right? It was the big conversation the last couple of years. Everyone's like, eh, maybe we should stop talking about it just a little bit. So, yeah, if Tesla can't figure it out, then the rest of us should probably just take a little backseat <laughs> on that thing. Uh, the fact that the big three are not going to be there, including the fact that earlier this week, Stellantis came out and said they're not going to be at any auto shows this year highlighting their change in their marketing strategy uh very interesting because what we've been talking about the last couple of years is that the automakers leaning into ces is actually amazing because ces is a technology first environment mm -hmm. and that's where all the vehicles are heading like if i was going to go to any event as an automaker I would be focused on CES because those are the people that are paying attention and early adopters in some of this new tech. Like, why would you go to regular auto shows? You would want to go to CES. I mean, I'm confused. I mean, well, some of the some of the excuses that for the re rationale why um, people brought up the yeah, UAW strike, the which UAW I don't strike. think anyone who knows about profitability in the auto industry actually believes. Um, because not I mean, when you're talking about CES again, a little bit naive here in thinking budgets. But I mean, it's hard for me to believe that you couldn't spend like a few million dollars and right. have a nice presence at CES. Yeah. As General Motors. What are you talking like? Three, four, four million bucks to be at CES? And have a nice presence, right? Highlight some of the cool things, yeah. you know? 100,000 people showing up. Come so, on now. And maybe, maybe it's more about the distraction of the strike. I don't know. Sure. Um, it, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but uh, we're, we're rooting for Hyundai and Honda to have a great show and to, uh, you know, bring more people into this ecosystem of retail auto showing that like, hey, we're a part of consumer culture. We're a part of pop culture and that's only going to grow. And we should all be pretty happy about that. Speaking of being pretty happy about things. Stop. Segway. And bringing more people into the ecosystem and speaking about people we're rooting for. Yes. And there's a lot of segues hey, for this one. So good. This is kind of like a double story, but in a follow-up to a story we've been following quite for quite a while, Vietnamese EV maker VinFast has quickly announced four more dealer locations after their initial one that they announced earlier this week. So um, Smith Haven VinFast in St. James, New York. I don't know where that is. It's probably down by the city. Principal VinFast in Grapevine near Dallas. We know exactly where that is. We're going to send Michael Cirillo over to have fun. Uh, uh, Highly 
VinFast of Fort Worth, Texas, so two in kind Great of in dealer. the vicinity, yep. uh, and uh, VinFast Wichita, which is in Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, so Kansas. Uh, definitely a little bit of a spread there, but you kind of understand why they're all there. So this is uh, this is a quote from the deputy CEO of sales and marketing for VinFast. Uh, this is an important step affirming VinFast's commitment to expanding its retail sales network and shortening time to deliver our products to the market. And probably, and this one will jam on this for a while, one of the most interesting uh, developments is that the mega deal acquisition that was just announced, um, you know, employees were notified on Wednesday, 25 Leith stores are set to close by the end of Q1 being sold to Holman, uh, New Jersey dealer group Holman, and Leith is, was the first dealer announced in the VinFast right. network. So Lisa's like, we're the first dealer. We're opening our dealership right down from the factory. And like the next day it's like, by the way, we're no longer Leith. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I mean, Holman may leave them as Leith because they've got a rich history in their large dealer group in that area, but they are owned. They are going to be owned by Holman. Um, you know, Holman, pushes the boundaries on new innovation. They yeah, even have their own tech arm. We've had some um, conversations with people. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Bill Karras, who leads their, uh, basically their VC side of stuff and and their their technology acquisition side, as well as uh, a massive commercial um, uh, and, and fleet operation that that's super innovative in the way that they go to market and leverage technology. So uh, it's no surprise that they would be interested in a group that's close to the VinFast place that has the first VinFast uh, uh, location, like it's a, it's an easy way to think about not just the revenue that 25 plus locations can bring to you, but also uh, the interest that something like VinFast can bring. Um, so it's going to be a quick close, it looks like. Uh, you know, Leith is a 56-year-old uh, organization. Um, and so I, I'm, I, I think it's a great acquisition. It's a great plan. Here's the other thing. I've actually had two like, friendia conversations uh over the past two days that their dealer groups are in deep talks with vinfast so yep i bet you you're gonna see just announcement after announcement oh after i mean they said they're 100 in the next year yes right yeah. so we are gonna and it, it'll be like so when you we read the initial like car and driver reports and the reviews of the vinfast they were very very disappointing right? Yeah. Like the quality, the battery range. So I've been thinking a lot about what this does for the brand of the dealer and who is willing to put their neck on the line from a brand standpoint to say, with we're going to get quality. behind this yep. new entrant into the market. And granted they are dealers, but like, look, I mean, like, like there have been situations in the past where like Daewoo and like some like low quality vehicles have entered through dealer networks and it, it wasn't good for the dealer. No. So I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of attention being paid to that. VinFest, obviously very well resourced, supported by Vin Group. Um, and so uh, this this is actually pretty exciting to see how this first, you know, Fisker is going to be doing. It's it's exciting to see like little new energy in the dealer yep. network. So speaking yep. of being uh, disappointing. So in a revealing independent test, independent test over a five-hour live stream, Very which is quite wild. Uh, <laughs> Tesla, it's fun um, to scrub through, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the I beginning did that and the end, mainly. Yeah, yeah. Like, whoop, whoop, whoop. yeah. Uh, Tesla's much-anticipated Cybertruck de demonstrates a highway range significantly lower than its EPA estimate, raising questions about its practicality in certain conditions and overall efficiency. So uh, the YouTube channel Out of Spec Motoring captured every single minute, literally, of uh of the test from charging the vehicle to 100% and then they fully depleted the battery um like fully they fully depleted it 
Uh, there were four passengers, no payload. The temperature was 46 degrees out. And instead of getting 320 miles out of the charge, the stated they range. got 254 and to top it all off, had to be towed to the nearest charger because they underestimated their ability to get there. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I just had to play the sad yeah, just that part. Actually, yeah. the last part. They already decided, and you wouldn't have known this unless you, like, they decided that they were going to run it until it Dead. stopped. Yeah. So they yeah. actually weren't that far from the last charger, but they did have to put it in tow mode, and they kind of displayed how you get it in tow mode. And I was curious on how the steering, because it's drive-by-wire, steer-by-wire, like, yep. if it's not, but it still worked. So I don't know if it left a little in the tank. You said it, like, steered harder than it usually I don't understand how that works. There must have been some power. But, yeah. I mean, so we well, linked it up. We linked it yeah, up. I mean, th there's definitely like it, it's been very clear that there's power left in the tank in all of these EVs at some level. Yeah, right. So, right. Yeah. When it stops the wheels from that's that's a good point, right? Opening door latches, controlling steering. Look, it's it's a pretty disappointing thing. Uh, Fred Lambert of Electric, uh, the the media company Electrek. Uh, he, he said, that's not great. I would have expected, and he's a huge Tesla fan. I would have expected closer to 270 miles an hour at that temperature. Um, so, and in the in the video in the beginning, the the driver, whoever it was, went around. He's like, how many miles do you think we're going to get? How, so the highest guess was 300 and the lowest guess was 270. So oh. so they all overestimated, but 250, I was on, I was looking at a Kia EV9 yesterday just like, oh, let me see this thing. Like, I'm a Kia guy. I've always liked sure. their cars. So, yeah. And they're available, and there's a lot of hype around them. Let me, like, go configure one and look at it. Um, and I was like, 280 miles doesn't, like, do it Which for is me. probably 220 to 230. I don't know. Like, but then then I started thinking, like, Tesla has chronically overstated miles in the past. Right. So, I sure. mean, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it gets the same mileage as the Cybertruck. Maybe it does. Who knows? <laughs> right? Nobody really knows. <laughs> that, yep. I think that's case in point, right? And, and it's three degrees outside in Syracuse. So it, I wonder well, how that's slightly where, yeah, they were like, it was so cold 46 degrees. I'm like, maybe that's like winter coat red, <laughs> like weather in Austin for you guys. But like 46 <laughs> is like, we're practically in the pool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Right. What does that do in the temperature right now? I think it, it did go down to 19 last night. Right. So if your car is yep. parked outside or even in an unheated space, like what's the range on a trip? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But regardless, I mean, I think it's just indicative that we're all trying to figure this out. And what I don't like about it is it just puts all these seeds of doubt and distrust in everybody's mind to where we just don't believe anything. And that's I bad. I think that's bad for everybody. It's not good for anyone. No, yep. it's rather not. see success happening and celebrating that. Well, there's definitely plenty of success going around in the industry. You are a part of it. This community is part of it. We hope to be a part of that as well. Kill the first Friday, destroy the first weekend in the new year, and let's have something to talk about on Monday.